to the Toy Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick. And I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, and anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we've got a couple topics to go through. we got some NECA, some Super 7, of course. We've got Lego on the docket. we got some Trick or Treat Studios, Goosebumps, Haunted Mask. Ooh, getting spooky up here in the middle of June. Mattel, some, uh, some Pixel Dan book we want to talk about. And uh, then we'll do the collection updates. How are we doing tonight, Motel? Doing great, man. You, you the the month is way too long until we get to do this, so I'm I'm chomping at the bit. I hear you, man. I'm chopping at that bit too. <laughs> you're chopping at it, or you're chomping at it. Is it chomping or chopping? You're chomping at the bit. You're chomping at it. Yeah, you're chopping. Mm. Okay, let's chomp at these bits, dude. <laughs> Speaking of bits, we got we got little itty bitty quick mentions to go through, and we got the bittiest of of quick mentions. Just one here. Lego, new Darth Vader print, man. You ready for this new Darth Vader print? I'm all about it. You looking at this boy? <laughs> yes. So, so for everyone listening, we got Darth Vader. Just normal Darth Vader. He's got his mask on. Uh, you know, he's got his normal pants on. But then on that, on that shirt, on that torso, he's just at the beach living it up with his tank. With his sweet tank uh, that's, you know, red, yellow. It's got the Death Star on it. And a little bit of palm trees. You liking that? You liking that, uh, that print? I do. I, I let out a sigh uh, when I saw it just because I saw what you wanted to put in quick mentions. And I'm just like, why is this even worth mentioning? Like how? And then, and then I was like, oh, OK. I figured like, what is there going to be like print on his arms or something like like some minor detail? No, it's just Vader chilling. <laughs> <laughs> He's chilling at the beach. So the, the real news here is that this is from a, a advent calendar uh, that's going to be released. And I was like, why would they release an advent calendar with like him at the beach? That makes like no sense, right? Um, and then I was reading the comments and like everyone from like Australia or any country in the Southern Hemisphere is just like, yes, finally, like my Christmas. Uh, <laughs> like for real though, like they, they, they celebrate Christmas in the summertime. I didn't even think about it, but there, we could have a summer themed Christmas advent calendar this year, which would be a first. Kudos or, or shout out to everyone in the Southern Hemisphere who's finally going to get something that makes sense for their Christmas. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's fascinating. Yeah, man. It did not cross my mind. I was just like, all right, they've really run out of ideas if they're throwing sand in the middle of Christmas. Like, they, they really don't have any more ideas, but it's a really cool print. Uh, it's, I was I was like a kind of odd, off-the-wall kind of prints that you don't see in any other set, and it'll never pop up in another set, you know? So, I'm, I'm, I'm after this boy. What sandcastle is he trying to build? I can't tell. What ship is that? So, uh, so this was... I didn't get this right away. Someone pointed this out in the in the comments as well. That's that's supposed to be um, his castle on Mustafar. Oh, okay. Yeah, in in sandcastle <laughs> form, very with very cute, very uh, cute little build there. My first guess was like the imperial transport, like the like for dignitaries. That's what I was thinking, but it didn't look quite right. So yeah, now now that you say that, that that makes sense. Yeah, and he and he does look like he com- It looks like he comes with a little soccer ball or volleyball off to the off to the left there so he's you know he's just he's just beaching it up dude he's not messing around he's got his little flippers on (laughs) yeah dude i'm i'm totally digging that i've heard i figured you would that's why i want to throw in quick mentions all right man quick mentions out of the way so quick 12 men have just discovered something 
for 100,000 years, it was buried in the snow and ice. Now it has found a place to live, inside, where no one can see it, or hear it, or feel it. I know I'm human. All right, Strick. Layer up, man. Layer up, because it's about to get a little nipply. Because we're heading to Antarctica. All right, man. Dude, you know what we're talking about. I know you don't know what we're talking about, but I'll explain. Dude, I've seen this. I'm over <laughs> are, this. Are you serious? I've seen the thing. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Well, yeah, I was kind of building it up there, but you just, you kind of just let the air out. It's, we're talking about The Thing from 1982. NECA, man. Poof. NECA is putting out a 2022 SDCC exclusive figure of The Thing. And I should be more specific. It's the cover art of The Thing. And it looks really cool before i explain or what i like about this figure you i just need to confirm this you've seen the thing you've seen this movie i feel like you you made me watch this i think i might have shown you the movie um i'm not sure though but i i know one of my first times watching it was actually in college i have a specific memory of basically taking like a saturday night and just like locking myself in our room like when you were home for the weekend and I would just, I watched this movie because I just like didn't want to hang out with anybody. <laughs> yeah. And then also this is, a, this is another one of those movies that reminds me of Dante's Peak because uh, the actor from Dante's Peak, uh, Pierce Brosnan's boss in Dante's Peak, he's in this movie. So whenever I see The Thing, I think of Dante's Peak. Whenever I see Dante's Peak, I think of The Thing. That's a good connection. I've definitely seen this one. I, I just did a little bit of Googling. All right. Well, for those at home who aren't familiar with The Thing... Like I said, uh, John Carpenter, 1982. It takes place in Antarctica uh, following a group of, I think, 12 guys uh, at a research facility. And one by one, this alien creature is infecting their bodies. This thing. I guess that's the best way to put it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best explanation I've heard. What, like, what was it with 80s films like It and The Thing? What horrible <laughs> names for movies. They're like... Not SEO friendly at all. But anyway, like it's it's a great movie just because it's visually spectacular. I mean, if you see any one of the effects in in the movie, it is just beautifully grotesque. And I mean, it's that's right up my alley. This movie poster, though, I mean, it's not that. It's not like some disgusting, gross alien. It's it's just this vague figure in in a, in a parka that is faceless but like light is emitting from his face and i mean that's obviously what i'm describing as the cover of the movie but this actually never happened in the movie so this is them just taking the cover image and making a figure out of it how are they pulling this off because i'm seeing i guess i guess no one has it in hand so they don't really know what it's going to look like but the images of it looks like they're taking a little bit of liberty with how it's going to appear or is there like an actual light emitting from this figure yeah yeah there's an led in there oh that's tight uh and you can I, I think you can take out the, like, faceplate, because it looks like there's multiple faceplates, so it looks like you can take out the faceplate. There's one faceplate that has, like, all those beams emitting from it, which right. is, I think that's the only questionable thing about this figure. I think that looks a little hokey, but oh, yeah, you, yeah. You, can, you can, I think you can take that out, and then there's just one that looks just like a blank. It's just a blank face. It's like a yeah. diffuser, almost. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect. That It's it's like a diffuser. And then I, I think my preferred look would be just putting nothing in there, and they have that at the at the bottom of it, if you scroll down and look at the pictures, oh, it just that. looks awesome without 
the actual like plates in there. Yeah, I like that. I I think I like the single just like light without the like beams coming out of it. I agree with you. The beams are a little questionable. They look yeah. great. I mean, it's like true to the cover. I suppose yeah. like that yeah, was I on mean, the cover. Yeah, but it's like you have to understand. Like this is like professional professional photography happening here, and like with professional lighting and and backdrops. It's like how's this gonna you know translate on a shelf? Yeah, I get what but, you mean. But I, I just, I, I really wanted to uh, put it on here because it's, a, it's a neat idea. Because, like I said, this figure wasn't actually in the film. I guess it was kind of in the film, but it, it nothing like this. Light was never emitting from anybody's face like this. But the whole, the whole idea of the film is people are getting taken over by this alien, and everybody is like accusing everybody else of being the alien. So it's like you know anybody could be the thing. So that's what this cover art perfectly conveys. And it just looks awesome. I agree, man. This is like one of my more favorite NECA figures that you brought on. It's a shame that it's a it's an exclusive. Yeah. Yep. Hate hate the exclusives as as we've made pretty clear on this cast. Alright, dude. Let's go back in time. You ready? What was the first castle set you remember remember buying? Lego Castle. We've been over this. It's like whatever the the wolf is, the Great Wolf Lodge, whatever you call them. <laughs> Great Wolf Lodge, the wolf. <laughs> whatever pack. they're called, I don't know. <laughs> the Wolf Pack. <laughs> yeah, that one. Well, go back further than that, man. We're going back to the 88, 1988, and this is all tied to the new castle set that's rumored to be coming out. So it's all but confirmed at this point. Um, the Lions Castle set. Priced at 349 bones, man. They're not messing around with this boy. Yikes. Yeah, it is, it's going to be massive. So I linked a, a couple pictures here. One, like no one's actually seen it. We've seen like little images and some teasers. And then someone like actually saw it and then drew it by hand from memory, which is what you're seeing wow. there. Yeah, pretty great. But there's like so much detail here. Um, Like just a huge castle. It actually looks like two classic castle sets kind of put together. Lots of shrubbery and greenery. Like, I'm really, really curious to see what this thing looks like, especially at $350. Like, they have a lot of room to build something cool, especially unlicensed. Yeah. Um, and then the little, like, uh, kind of bonus thing here is that there's going to be a, uh, like, a gift with purchase set, which is going to be a 90th anniversary, 90 years of, of LEGO, and they're going to put in a 1988 uh, kind of remake of a set uh, from the Forest Hideout from, like, the Forest Men. I wasn't into this series at all, but this is, like, People love this series a lot in the Lego community. So great. Just like a cool, cool release. Um, very, very intrigued, very interested. But I want to get your opinion. Yeah. What, what do you want me to start with? The, the gigantic cat? Well, here, I'll start with I'll start with the um, the little mini uh, bonus set. Yeah, uh, man. Just because that would be the set that I would want. Honestly, I, I, I have they been has Lego been doing this for a while. Have they been like putting out retro sets? No, not really. Okay. Um, yeah, this is this is kind of a. I mean, they do this from time to time. Like the Pirates of Bar- Barracuda Bay comes from mind. That was like from the Ideas line, and they redid like the whole Pirates kind of theme and like freshened it up. But now this is like the first time they've done anything Castle or like released something that looks like a retro set. I just feel like that'd be such an easy thing for Lego to do. Just like go back and just put out slam dunks. Like after mm-hmm. a couple of years, you know, like it's just because it, they already have the pieces. It's like it'd be so easy. Uh, but anyway, I like this set. Uh, you know me and like little builds with little areas to put the figures in. I love that kind of stuff. So yeah, that, that like calls to me. Also, I love that tree piece because I don't see that tree piece get used too often. Which tree piece? <laughs> the little Christmas tree. 
Oh, the little Christmas tree piece? Yeah, dog. I just, I, I always wanted that piece as a kid, but I never had it. I just remember they had in, they had them in my uh, kindergarten classroom, so I used, like, all the tree pieces I could just because I wouldn't get that experience at home. I got, like, a million of those tree pieces. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> they dropped those in a ton of sets, a ton of city sets now. You can get, like, those tree pieces. mm I'm with you though. I I think this is like such a brilliant move to release like a because I'm 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 not interested in that castle at all. Three hundred fifty dollars. Like I want to see what it looks like, but there's like no way that I'm gonna buy that thing. It's too expensive. But like looking at this, I'm like I want this set. Like I agree with you. Like I want this. So I think it's just a purchase of one hundred fifty or more. Like you don't have to actually buy the castle. Okay. Um, but just the package together is very appealing. To your point, I wish they would do more of this, like just release old slam dunks of sets. They have plenty of them that people, you know, that are insane in the aftermarket. Yeah. And just, yeah, release old sets in general. Like people are just clamoring for those. Dude, I loved, I have to admit, I love the uh, castle track on Lego Racers. Oh, yeah. That was so good. I, I love, I love any of the tracks that had like the secret passages on them that you didn't need to like have a projectile to access them. What was the one in that one? I think like right around near the beginning. I think you, you make like a couple of turns and then you just make an immediate right around like after going through a building and you just cut off like a quarter of the track. <laughs> You're like, Latro. <laughs> I don't remember that one that well. I, I, I like that one. And what was that other one where you like drove through the waterfall for the... Mm. Uh, the um the adventurous one right yes that was, yeah. yes that was so tight i love yeah. those that was a good one that was probably my most the most memorable level for me i mean that's that's probably the most memorable experience i have with castle honestly i did not like castle stuff all that much i wasn't crazy about it that's understandable like it was it was definitely not the most popular when we were kids um I told you, like, I had that big castle set that really got me into Lego as a kid. Yeah. So part of me is, like, eyeing it. Like, ah, oh, could that be, like, a recreating that experience for, like, Oliver or, like, my next son who's going to be born? It's uh, it's way too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you just low-key just uh, announced your second pregnancy. So congratulations, man. Oh, th- yeah. And I, and it's, <laughs> I, I, I passed that point in my real life. But, yeah, I realized uh, we haven't really brought that on. Yeah, I am uh, expecting an, uh, another baby boy uh, in November. So it's, uh, it's about to get crazy here in the Strick household. Crazy, crazy good, man. Exactly. So you're going to need that castle for, for both of them to work on. That's true, dude. Yeah. It'll be their combined, I don't know, when they turn six and six and eight or something. I don't know. <laughs> Are you just fiddling around with me or what? I just want you to feel you're doing well. I hate for people to die on the house. Does anybody want a peanut? <laughs> I have written here ad lib wrestling joke because I do not watch wrestling. Um, I never have. Uh, I was never a wrestling fan, but you know what? Hey, why not talk about it here? Because uh, I know you love wrestling, right? Yeah, man, you got me pegged. <laughs> I was, I was, I was actually shocked that you brought this on because I was like, I'm not prepared to talk about wrestling at all. I didn't realize you were a wrestling fan. <laughs> all right, neither one of us are wrestling fans. Uh, we are not authorities in this by any means. But what we're talking about here, Super Seven, uh, they're bringing out an Ultimates figure, seven-inch Ultimates figure of Andre the Giant of WWF fame. Do you know much about Andre the Giant? No, I've I've heard of him. Then, well, I guess put your feet up, and I'll just I'll I'll talk f- for this entire segment, and then 
maybe we'll have to cut this segment out just because there's not much to talk about. No, 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 no. I'll give you thoughts. <laughs> I could always um, talk about toys, man. I just think for blank blanket statement, I, I think we're on the same page. Like, obviously, wrestling is not for us, but it needs to be said that wrestling has a gigantic presence or at least has had a gigantic presence in toy aisles, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, anytime we go to Target or Walmart, it's just uh, if if there's one thing that's in stock, it's wrestling figures. Like you can always, always find them. Yeah. So like they're in our atmosphere. So from time to time, I like to like look in and just see what's going on there. I guess here's one of those times, just because Andre the Giant is a name that I know, and the only real reason I I know of him is because he was in The Princess Bride, and I love that movie. But here, I mean, I might as well. Just, I want to. I want to just tell you what the figure. The figure is. It's it's a seven inch. Uh, Ultimates figure, so it's got like interchangeable heads, interchangeable hands. It's him in his uh, signature black singlet, and he comes with a beer can, which I think is cool because I think that's one of like one of the best remembered things about Andre the Giant, just because he's so massive uh, that he was able to his whole hand was was able to like engulf a beer can. He's that gigantic. Yeah. I forget how tall he is, but I know he's like over he was over five hundred pounds, like five hundred and twenty pounds or something like that. Good lord. So just a massive dude. Um uh seven foot two, five twenty. Seven foot two, just obscenely massive. And I just remember like back in the day when I watched The Princess Bride I remember my my dad was saying like, oh yeah, that's Andre the Giant. Like he did like not that my dad's like into wrestling. I, I think he watched it occasionally. He was like, yeah, he wrestles. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that dude's a monster. Like how does anybody else win wrestling when you go up against him? Doesn't he just win every single match? And then you know you realize later that wrestling is fake. Or yo man, whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't mean that. Sorry. It's it's insane like how massive he is. Like when you put him next to like people in in the in that movie you just see him next to people like his head is like twice the size of anybody else's head it's insane just just a massive dude do you do you know much else about him like do you know why he's so massive he's, he's credited as um the eighth wonder of the world i find that fascinating i feel like a lot of people hold that title a lot of a lot of people a lot of places hold that title i don't know why people have to hold that title like i'm assuming you're talking about like the seven like natural wonders of the world because i think there's seven ancient wonders of the world so, yeah. yeah i get those confused I, I don't i don't know the list there's the seven wonders of the world and then everyone throws out like oh yeah this is the eighth wonder you know trying to add to the list when it's like not really anywhere close to to reaching that that list yeah but there's like seven natural wonders there's seven ancient wonders and then there's seven new ancient wonders i think and i don't i don't i can't read off a list well i could google it but i don't have it in front of me he would be considered under the the, the eighth natural wonder of the world i, ne- I guess <laughs> next to victoria falls and uh you know mount everest <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i'm th- like he put his face next to like the great barrier reef <laughs> like right. he's that's what he follows it's like ah, i don't know if that adds up but i mean i guess it's a cool nickname <laughs> i didn't realize that they were split i always think of the ancient wonders when i think of the wonders of the world oh yeah see it's so muddled and confusing if you don't have it in front of you <laughs> but uh yeah dude um just a massive dude i think he died in his uh 40s i want to say Apparently, it's on record that he drank like over a hundred beers in one night. I don't, I don't <laughs> not believe that, dude. So he he had gigantic gigantism, okay, caused by excess growth hormone. 
That was right. that was his uh, thing. He was French. I didn't realize he was French. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, Andre. But yeah, so from what I understand, he was a, he was a, a really big alcoholic. Uh, apparently, he drank like six bottles of wine before going on, like <laughs> before entering the ring, which is insane. But I think later on in life, like in his forties, like his knees just started to buckle, and he like I'm I'm pretty sure like his heart just like exploded because he's so massive. Yeah, but, people aren't meant to be that big. Yeah, dude. I mean, I just thought I'd throw this on just to spice it up, man. I mean, we just never talk about wrestling, and I just I think it's so interesting that it's such like a big action figure market. When you think of wrestling, I think of like all these like go hard guys that like macho dudes that are just like cheering on to the crowd, like yeah, whatever. It's like wow, like you know, I'm glad that those kind of dudes have that kind of passion for this stuff, and then they also can see us, you know, on the same playing field, like with action figures. Yeah. Like you said, definitely not for me. Definitely not for us. But there's there's a market out there. I I imagine a lot of the the stuff that's being sold is to the kiddies. I would guess. You know, that's it's kind of like a family affair when you when like one person's into wrestling, like the dad's into wrestling, they get like the the kids into wrestling and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you say that, dude, but no kid is buying this for fifty five dollars. Oh yeah, good good point. Yeah, this is definitely not made for a kid. So yeah, there's there's got to be an adult market there for this stuff. It is a world transformed, where things are not what they seem. It is the world of the Transformers. The Transformers, more than meets the eye. All right, Motel. This next one's more than meets the eyes, dude. More than meets the eyes. Yeah, dude, we're, we're talking Transformers. And before you get excited and think we're talking about, like, actual toy Transformers, we're talking about Lego Transformers, dude. Did you ever think we would see the day? Lego Transformers. Uh, of course. I think Lego's gonna do every single license that exists if we're around that long as humans. This one is especially is, I, I don't disagree with you, uh, this one is especially interesting because, uh, Transformers are still a Hasbro license, I'm almost positive. They are? Yeah, so this is the first crossover of Hasbro and Lego, and it, yeah, very interesting one, because they, they could have easily done this in their, um, brick line, which is, I believe, Megablocks, right? Do they own Megablocks? I don't know why I'm asking you. They own one right. block company that they put stuff out. But um, I'm really shocked that we're seeing this right now. It looks uh, pretty nice. I think it's $170. So up there, but under 200 So that's good. No figure included in this set, uh, which is fine with me. That means I don't want it at all, um, which makes me happy. And um, I don't really have any authority about talking about Transformers. The only thing that I've seen in comments is that it's based off the original, uh, you know, uh, cartoon show from the 80s. Uh, that, that version of Optimus Prime, that's who we're getting. I didn't even mention that yet. It's Optimus Prime. <laughs> I should say that. Uh, and he, he does, I think, everything you want him to do. You know, he stands uh, tall if you want him to stand tall. And then you can fold him up and actually, you know, leave him assembled, uh, but, but change him into his, his truck form. So... I think uh, most people are excited. Most people that like Transformers. I uh, wasn't a watcher of Transformers. Um, I think you were not either, Motel. But still, uh, it's still something to behold. And I think it looks pretty cool. They did a good job. I'll be honest with you. I like the Michael Bay films. I'll be honest. That's, that's controversial. But I enjoy watching them as popcorn flicks. Like, I think they're visually spectacular. So I, I, do, I do like them. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as this figure goes... As soon as I saw it, I was just like, oh, that's cool. Like, no way does it transform, though. And then I saw it in the right corner. I'm like, oh, wow, it actually does fold up and transform. Like, that's really impressive for them to achieve that and this not be, like, totally technic, you know? 
Like it's it looks traditionally Lego. Yeah, I I'm not too shocked they were to pull this off. You know, they're they're pulling off some like especially at a hundred almost two hundred dollars. Like they got a lot of room there to make it work, but it looks pretty clean um, in both formations, which I'm more impressed by. Like I, yeah. I thought it might look kind of janky in one form or the other. Yeah, but isn't it isn't it like so meta how it's like you got to build this structure and then the structure is gonna it can like transform but you you but it doesn't involve taking apart lego bricks as i read it has the ability to just transform without disassembling what you've built i just i think that's meta it is a little metal i actually i think we talked about this a bit when i it was just rumored i think we had it in a quick mention it was it was rumored and we we kind of talked about that like would you have to take it apart and then like just rebuild it which they could have easily done, you know, they could have been like, oh, here you go. You can build it two ways and you got all the pieces and, you know, you have the instructions to build it two ways, whichever way you'd like to display it. But I'm really glad that they included the transforming bit. You get a bunch of extra little features that I have no idea what they are um, because I don't know anything about the show. But I, yeah, there it is, man. It's uh, like I said, a, a decent price point. I, this is where I get confused. Like they can hit something like this at 170 but then the castle's got to be 350 like why double the price like this is you know it's it's like this is this is a set that demands kind of like i don't i don't know what to say but like it's, it has a presence on a shelf like it's it's very like it's it looks like it's worth almost about 200 dollars, at least in my mind because i know the lego prices but then to think like they're gonna double the price of a non-licensed set at 350 and like release that i'm like it's that thing's gonna be absolutely gigantic yeah, maybe it's maybe it's they're going off a surface area. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely bricks. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely plastic, and how much plastic it is, and and like licensing, licensing definitely does add does have cost. But like when I saw this and I saw that one seventy price, I was like, oh, it's actually kind of less than I thought it would be, especially given that it transforms and all that stuff. And there's a lot of printed stuff in here. Not everything is printed, but like a majority of it is, which is nice to see. Cool. So this is something that you're definitely not picking up, like a hundred percent. 100% not picking it up. Uh, if it had a figure in it, like a little small Optimus Prime, I feel like that's kind of the only miss here, is if they included something like that. Um, or I don't even... Are there you humans? want them to minifig form Transformers? I think that'd be pretty neat. I don't, I don't think you could do it. I mean, just like a, a Optimus Prime, just like in his, you know, standing position, I feel like you could, in minifig form, you know, you got a lot of license there and a lot of a lot of uh, imagination that you could play with. But like, yeah, just give them, give it a helmet, give it arms, and you pretty much have it. It's not like too difficult, I don't think. Yeah, I'm definitely not picking this up. Um, you know, maybe if they included the uh, uh, semi semi truck trailer, you know, then maybe they'd have something. See, that's how much I know about Transformers. <laughs> I have no idea what that reference means. <laughs> you could probably just like triple the price if you got to add the semi truck trailer, though. Is that something that goes on the back of them or something? Yeah, it's it's freight. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Does he ever have freight, or is he always in that in like just in regular semi truck form? Yeah, that's that's the if it's ba- if you're saying this is based on the uh, cartoon, yeah, he had he he uh, pulled freight, um, <laughs> and whenever it, it was always it, it's funny because like whenever he would transform, that would like the trailer would just kind of like back off and it wouldn't be seen, like it had nothing to do with the transformation. He just liked it on the back. He just yeah, like, it would this- just be on. The- yeah, it would just be on the back. But this just like, kind of completes it, me. It, yeah. <laughs> Do you see another Transformer being made after this? That's a really good question. I think they'll probably see how this sells. My guess would be this would sell really well, uh, given the current like market conditions for Lego and just like the the adult market that's buying this stuff now. It's like this is prime, you know, kind of real estate for them. 
So my guess is that, yeah, they might try another one. That one would probably not sell as well. Maybe they'd do like two or three and then kind of call it a day. So, yeah, we'll see. Alright, Strick. Viewer beware. <laughs> You're in for a scare, man. I'm scared. And I know you were you were jesting. You were poking fun uh, in the intro there. I don't think I didn't notice talking about goosebumps in the middle of summer or the beginning of summer, just because we're halfway to Halloween. It's basically around the corner. I mean, you know, it's halfway around the corner. I hear you. This is what we're talking about. I had to check in at our at our our friends over at Trick or Treat Studios. Um, they don't know that we're friends, but you know, I call them our friends. They're bringing back a bunch of their Goosebumps merchandise. What we're talking about here, we're talking about the Haunted Mask. They actually made some more of these Haunted Masks, uh, reproduction masks. And when I say they remade some, uh, because they, this was out a couple of years ago, uh, but it, it sold out, and I know a lot of people, like, it was in demand. So I don't I don't know how often it, they, they remade it or if they have remade it before, but I, I know it's been out of stock for a couple of years so now it is yet again up for pre-order, uh, fifty-four ninety-nine. You know, it, that's it's. I guess that's the going rate for masks these days. Uh, I I don't really know, but it can be yours. Uh, pre-order it, and then it's gonna ship out. Uh, it says October nineteenth, I think. So yikes, that's cutting it a little close. I mean, so. if you want to be this for Halloween, yeah, you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna be uh biting your fingernails on October eighteenth, yeah. man. You definitely got to have that backup plan. You got to go grab that Jason hockey mask from Dollar General or something, you know, just just in case. Uh, but yeah, dude, I mean, this thing looks awesome. It looks like it's, you know, right out of the episode that it was featured in. Apart from the teeth, the teeth look a little hokey. I don't know if you remember the episode, but the teeth is what kind of like sold it for me just because they weren't all connected like like they are in this mask. It is what it is. It looks good enough. I, I feel like most people would buy this and it'd, it'd be a display piece. But hey, you know, m- maybe you maybe you get a little buzz on one night and you're just like, you know, what the heck? Let me let me try it on. And then you try it on, and it's 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 not coming off. Because <laughs> oh, that's the that's the whole bit, man. That you put this mask on, and it uh it it, it grabs your face and you can't get it off and then this just becomes your new face that's that's the story so i got i got one comment and then a few questions first 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 the comment is i had to look up this one because i didn't remember it i don't think i've seen the episode but i I do remember the cover very well um of the book with like the little girl and she's like pulling it over her face and it's a scary old mask i remember that so that's get that that's that's my um knowledge of this mask is that we can start there second question is i I really I saw down here that they have like a slappy mask and another haunted mask or another um oh, that's probably a different dude but they're like thirteen dollars like what's the difference in those masks do you know are they just those, like way less yeah no, those those are like vacuum form like little plastic half masks mm. the what we're talking about here are like you know full head like rubber masks gotcha okay so the last question is who's buying this. <laughs> Goosebumps enthuse, man. Dude, that's, that's you, man. You are like the Goosebump enthuse, and I know you are so far away from buying this thing. 
Jesus. That's why I'm like, did they sell like a hundred of these? Like how many of these could they possibly sell? I don't know, dude. You're you're always trying to crunch the numbers, man. You gotta step away from the books every once in a while. Because just, I'm <laughs> listen, I'm I'm thrilled that this stuff exists, like they're making it. Because I know like how much you appreciate it, how much you like looking at it, how much we like talking about it and stuff. Like it's it's always cool to see stuff made. But when I just see stuff made that like no one's gonna buy, I'm like, how? Like how? How do they keep pumping it out and like keep making it and then no one buys it? Unless I'm like just completely, completely Look, unaware of this like huge group of people that's just buying everything that's like released like this. Look, man, just go back to your Lego safe space world and, the, and you just <laughs> you play in that in that world and we'll play in this world. Um, no, I mean, I get it, dude. It's it's a it's, it's a valid concern. Um, but there are people out there that buy this. I mean, I've, I've seen some reviews on this. Like there, there are enthusiasts out there that have like just, you know, dedicated, uh, multiple bookshelves of just goosebumps books, like complete collections, more complete than mine. Wow. And they have all the figures like stationary with goosebumps written all over it. This is like a centerpiece that you place on the shelf and it just like ties the whole thing together. Like if you're a goosebumps maniac, this is what's going to, like, tie your whole collection together. So, yeah, man, I, I get it. You don't know that there's people out there like this, but I guarantee you there are. I've seen enough collection videos. I've, I've seen enough people talking about how much they love the Haunted Mask. There's a big following, all right? You don't have to concern yourself with how Trick or Treat Studios is, is going to make their money back on this, because they will. I promise you they will. That, I mean, that's why they brought it back, because it already did sell really well. But there's and there's demand for it, so here it is, man. Here's here's your here's your next chance. Um, now here's another thing I want to address. Are you telling me you've never seen the haunted mask, the the Goosebumps episode? I don't think so. Oh gosh, man, <laughs> that's like what started it for me in in Goosebumps, like the the TV show. I I think that was like the first one I saw. And if I'm not mistaken, I saw it around Halloween, and that's when this all takes place, obviously, because it's a mask. But it's like this, it's about this little girl that finds the mask or buys it at a store, and the mask, you know, she puts it on. And I remember that scene where it's like, it, it sort of like vacuums to her face, like, and she's like, oh, cool, this mask is so scary. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, can't take it off. Because then later on, she like she, she's trying to take it off. She's panicking. She's like, I can't take it off. It doesn't come off. And then she's like looking, she's like reaching down her shirt to like pull up like where the flap is. She's like, there's there's no end to this mask. I There's no end to this mask. This is my skin. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Because I feel like we've all had those times where we put on rubber mask and like for a split second it's like i'm having a hard time pulling this off <laughs> like we, we've all had those situations happen to us so to just like see somebody experiencing that i'm like oh my gosh what panic <laughs> i would be panicked man yeah i don't like i don't like the feeling of anything like that i'm i'm you are correct that it was it was season one episode one and two part one and two haunted mask part one and two was the first That's right. the first release i'm realizing i haven't seen like any of these man Mm. I've seen so you're missing out. I've dude. seen this, Night this, of the Living Dummy, obviously, and that's probably it. That's fun to watch, but it doesn't it doesn't hold up well as far as like being scary at all. Like this this one is still like there's moments where it's like really super corny, but there's moments where I'm just like, ooh, like that's that's a little like concerning. Like I, I get like it upsets me still, like as an adult. How would you say Goosebumps compared to Are You Afraid of the Dark in terms of scariness? 
Mm, I think Are You Afraid of the Dark had the edge just because they had like the ambiance, but like Goosebumps, they had like the the marquee. Like they had, you know, everybody knew what Goosebumps was. So like, I feel like Goosebumps was more popular than Are You Afraid of the Dark, but I think Are You Afraid of the Dark was a little scarier. Gotcha. I'm trying to set my barometer for when I I end up watching it one day. (laughs) I don't want to be too scared. So get your pre-orders in. Shipping out October 19th. Don't put too much stake in it for it being your costume in 2022. You know, plan firmly that it will be your costume in 2023. Always have a backup. All right, Motel. In a galaxy far, far away, we're uh, we're looking at more Lego Star Wars sets, dude. This is Lego Star Wars Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Have you, uh, have you caught the new show at all? I didn't even know it was out. I thought it was, uh, we're still seeing previews for it. <laughs> it. It just came out as of, as of filming. We're film or we're, we're talking today, Saturday. It came out Friday. So I don't, Oh, okay. I don't blame you for <laughs> no, not So I have it. not seen it. <laughs> I didn't know if you were right on the jump. I didn't know how into it you were. I, uh, there's, there's two episodes that were released right up right away. I've watched the first episode. Um, and we might maybe do a spoiler, uh, just kind of, uh, cause I don't want to talk about it a bit, but, We'll, we'll get to that section. Well, let's talk about what we're getting here in terms of Lego uh, r- right quick. We are getting uh, the Inquisitor Transport, the Scythe. That's what that's called. It comes with four mi- minifigures. You get, you know, Obi-Wan or Ben Kenobi, as he's called in the show, in this, at least in this section. And then three Inquisitors. They're all looking really scary. And some more Brickheads, dude. Looking at that. Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. Thank goodness. Yeah, dude. Get yourself another Darth Vader Brickhead because we don't have enough of them. I think we only have, I think we only have one other one, but... <laughs> Do we have a, a like a Ewan McGregor ish Obi Wan brickhead? I don't think we have any Obi Wan brickheads. This is the first Obi Wan brickhead. Uh, oh, okay. Could be wrong. I'm almost positive I'm correct on that. And then uh, lastly, we just get his ship with um, with one of those ah the aliens from the planet where they're making the clones. And this shows like just how bad of a Star Wars fan I am. Not that big into what, Clone wait, Wars. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, the what's her. What yeah? What's that? What's her name? It's the it's the aliens with the white heads that actually look like you know gray aliens with uh, really long necks. Um, they uh never been made in minifig form. Looks pretty cool, pretty interesting style that they did there. So I'm I'm pretty interested in getting that fig. Yeah, that that alien figure looks cool. I'm trying to remember. Like she's she's just kind of like showing him around. Like she's just like at the factory, just sort of like tooling around, not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, think I can't recall. I think I think she's. It's she or he. I don't even know the the sex of that thing. I don't even know if it has a sex. But they uh, they're they're making all the clones for for the emperor. Or at that point, the the uh, like I'm gonna get this so wrong. The senate at that point. I, no, no, that sounds right. That sounds right. I just remember her like introducing into uh, the fets. That's all I remember. Yeah. Um. I, man, it's been a minute since I watched that film. But yeah, they they are they are critical in that film for building the whole, the whole clone army. So. A terrible film, but I do like watching it. <laughs> Dude, well, so let's let's get into the show a little bit because that was basically just like an excuse to talk about the show is bringing these on. I think these sets look cool. I like the figures a lot. I'm definitely interested in the figures, the brickheads. These might be like the end of me getting Star Wars brickheads. I say that I don't want to keep collecting them, but they're they're kind of easy to collect. So I don't know, maybe I'll get these. Wait, you're so you said that might be the end, but you might get these. I don't know. Like I'm on the fence about. I have I have all of the brickheads, Star Wars brickheads, up till this point. So it's like, do I just stop here, knowing that they're gonna release a ton of other ones? Like I just don't know how, down, how far down the rabbit hole I want to go with these. 
Dude, it's if you like them, buy them. <laughs> it's more so like I like I I I enjoy them, but it's like they, you're in the same spot. Like the collection needs to be condensed. So it's like, is this one of those things where it's like I like them, but they're not like minifigs. It's not what I really like. Um, or I like the most. So it's like, does this just get cut at this point? Anyway, hmm. that's more for me to decide. I want to talk about the show really quick. So you haven't seen it at all. Haven't really. No, no. Do you want me to spoil it a bit? Do whatever you want. I, I, yeah, I, I really don't care. I wasn't planning on watching it for a while, but I, again, I had no idea it was even out. So go for it. Okay, so this is gonna be spoilers. If you don't want to know spoilers about Obi Wan, because I'm probably gonna talk about everything I've seen in Episode One. I haven't seen Episode Two yet. So if you've seen Episode One, don't care. You can continue listening. If whatever you, you know how spoiler, <laughs> spoiler warnings work. Um, so the show, uh, yeah, it starts off with a, just a a flashback to the prequel films. So they, they bring you up to speed and they try to do a supercut of like, here's everything that happened in the prequels that you need to know leading up to the show. And it's just a reminder of how bad those films are. Sorry if you like those. I know there's not many folks out there that really love those films, but God, they are bad. And when they, they try to like make the, it's basically like a trailer for the first three movies they're trying to make and like cut together of like the, the top hits. And even like, okay. even that trailer is just like, Oh my God, those movies look horrible to watch and just like behold, and just like the dialogue and just like everything about it, it's just like a reminder of like, oh God. And then they get into this show and it's just like night and day, just in terms of a difference and just like the way it looks. And it's just like, wow, it's like, yeah, they've come a far way since the prequels. Um, and it's the same actors and everything. And it's just like, it's so, it's so, I'm, I'm so pleased to just see like good um, production and like, you know, a real like a new take on the, on this character, which I feel like didn't get a fair due or his fair due in the first three prequel films most people hate them um he gets to come back i mean hayden christensen is going to come back and reprise his role as vader uh, which will be interesting to watch very interested i think he might pop up in episode two so i'm I'm like really itching to watch that he was also he was also in a night of the living dummy three just as a fun connection yeah zane those are the only two (laughs) honestly dude i was actually just having this conversation with a star wars fan like that i'm friends with and um um, he was like, what does Hayden Christensen even know for? Like, what was he in? And I was like, I only know him from Night of the Living Dummy and Star Wars. That's it. <laughs> it's like, you look it up and then he hasn't really been in a ton of films. Very curious to see how he does. So this is, this is like major, major spoiler here. Definitely skip if you don't want to know anything about the, the plot of the thing. The whole time in the, in the trailers, they're teasing like, okay, here's Obi-Wan. It's going to be a story about him. There's going to be the Inquisitors. You know, they're after him. Cool. Kind of getting the storyline of, of what it's going to be. This is, I mean, just for you, for the timeline, I don't know if you know, but this is after Order, Order 66 has been executed and basically like the Jedi need to die, like all Jedi need to die. That's the whole, okay. the whole deal. And, and Obi-Wan's in hiding. He's been in hiding for 10 years um, and he's just looking after Luke. He's like, he just works a day job that sucks and he's just like, whatever, I've reserved myself to this life. He's going to do his duty and he's just going to live out his days uh, in that cave where he lives. And then like, that's, that's all that's kind of happening on Tatooine. And then they, they give you, um, which I was not expecting at all. I don't know why I wasn't expecting this, but I didn't see this anywhere. They, they pan over to, um, to another planet that's like very nice. It's like a nice kind of newish looking planet, like very pristine. Um, and then you're like meeting some characters. And you're like, okay, this is like probably a planet we know or like we might, we might get to know. And then they, they spend a lot of time on this little girl. And then you're like, okay, this little girl seems like it's important. And then, um, and then they reveal that this is Leia on um, Alderaan. With, uh, with Bail Organa and the Organas, and she's living with them. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, a little bit of Leia's story is going to be in this as well, um, which I was not expecting. And just like, it made the show more interesting immediately for me. I don't know why. I was like, 
Obi-Wan is he's an okay character. He's not my favorite. Um, but just like like, oh cool, like a little bit of backstory about Leia and, and her her and Alderaan, which we see get blown up and we don't really know much about it. It's like, okay, now I feel way worse about that scenario because i'm seeing like the people that live there and and the whole thing it's like a beautiful uh kind of planet to live on and then just gets blown to bits but anyway i digress so she's kind of the pivotal part of this show she she gets she gets kidnapped and then that that forces obi-wan kind of back into being obi-wan and like picking digging up his like literally digging up his uh lightsaber that he buried in the sand and just like going off to go find her so I thought that was just like a really interesting um, storyline that I was not expecting at all. I don't know if you if that's like surprising to you or like, yeah, of course they would do something like that. But I don't know. Just want to get your thoughts on that. No, I mean, I don't. It, it sounds it sounds good. No real thoughts. It just sounds good. I, I feel like I, I want to watch it more now. That's that's kind of like what I was uh, wondering if, if that sparked like any interest for you, like knowing that because if, if I feel like if they pepper that in a bit, like you're going to get like baby Leia, not baby. She's like, you know, a, a young kid um, and she's very sassy. Like they did such a good job with casting, like a great actress um, and just like gives you Carrie Fisher vibes um, in that in that role that she's in um, and very rebellious. Like they, they kind of uh, put that they put that in there at the beginning. I was just like, this is like the show. Like I'm, I'm interested in what she's doing and what's going on with her. Like Obi-Wan, fine. He's just kind of like a washed up Jedi who doesn't want to do it anymore. It's like, Okay, I'm 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 in. I'm in, I'm invested. I wasn't I wasn't sure how invested I would get in this one, but I'm like I'm pretty invested in the storyline at this point. Yeah, I'm there, man. That that sounds better than I thought it was going to be. So to bring it back to these toys, I am way more interested in getting these these minifigs now because Obi-Wan was a character for me. It was just like I could pick up some Obi-Wan minifigs, but he's not my favorite character. I feel like after the show, he's going to be both my favorite character or like a, a more favorite character for me like somebody i appreciate a lot more and i think for a lot of fans like somebody they appreciate a lot more because he's definitely i know there's obi-wan fans but he's kind of like yeah, yeah oh yeah and then there's like you and his obi-wan but yeah that was like the prequels and all that stuff so yeah i'm excited man the inquisitors are like they're pretty cool i guess i'm not like too thrilled with with them so far we'll see if they get a little scarier but yeah man it's 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 starting off to be a good show i i recommend uh checking it out <laughs> the masters of the universe i have the power i do man i do i have the power in my hands very excited to uh, bring this onto the pod uh we are talking the toys of he-man and the masters of the universe book by pixel dan yeah man Friend of the cast. Friend of the cast. Friend or uh, a, a follower of ours on Twitter. Uh, so so gracious, Stan, to 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 follow our our little uh, rinky dink show here. But yeah, we, we 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 appreciate it and just wanted to uh, repay the favor here, man, and uh, just talk up this this book uh, again. I have it in hand. I was so happy to finally get this. I know it's been out for like uh, like over a year now. Um, but it was on my list of things to pick up, and finally I, I got around to uh, picking it up. This gigantic hardcover book uh, cataloging all of the f- action figures uh, released uh, for Masters of the Universe uh, from uh, the very beginning all the way until t- uh, the year 2021. So um, I have it in hand, and it, it felt good to uh, spend the money on this, honestly. like Usually when I buy something like a toy or something like that, I'm just like, 
like, okay, all right, I'm buying this and I'm going to put it on the shelf and there it's going to sit until I feel like I need to sell it. Not with this. This this is just like, I know how much work went into this. Um, it's been well documented how much uh, passion and effort went into this just by watching some of Dan's videos and other uh, contributors' videos on the internet. It is a spectacle, dude. Like, it, it's an it's an awesome book. I, I, I have to tell you, I, I've always wanted to make some kind of, like, guidebook for uh, toys or, like, my collection. Like, it, it's just sort of, like, a way where I'm just like, okay, well, like, what am I going to do with my collection, you know, when I pass on? Like, is my son going to want it? I mean, who knows? So I've always thought, like, man, I would love to just, like, document my collection and just, like, get it out there for people to see. You know, and your mind goes to like, okay, well, like maybe I'll make like a mu- like a museum, like I can donate them to a museum or something. But it's just like, no, nobody's gonna want this stuff, the stuff that I have. Uh, but like, he's he did it, man. Like he took like I I would imagine part of his collection, and there's so many other people that uh, were involved in this, so many other collectors to just like put this gigantic book together. Uh, I think it's 751 pages. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> And I should go on record as saying, I mean, I have already, like, in previous casts, but just to refresh, you and I are both not, like, Masters of the Universe guys. Like, we're not, we we, we didn't have He-Man figures. I mean, I guess you did, in a sense, because your older brother did, but that wasn't, that wasn't our generation. No, 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 no. We were, like, the Power Rangers generation, kind of. Like, we were just, we just missed He-Man, pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember, like, playing with some He-Man toys. They, they were, like, kind of around. But, like I've said before, they were kind of just, like, in my eyes. I was like, oh, oh, those are, like, those are big kid toys. Like, I don't, I don't know what those are. Like, those are not for me. But you said that you, like, integrated them in play, right? Like, you actually had figures from your brother that were just around that you would play with, right? Yeah, there was, there was like, hand-me-downs, leftovers that I would play with. And I always enjoyed, like, they were good, solid figures to, like, play with. And, like, typically they were... Some of them were grotesque figures, so they'd be like the bad guys in whatever I was yeah. playing. So yeah, I liked playing the figures, but I had no idea of like Skeletor, Skeletor, or like any. I still don't know any backstory of He Man. Like I don't, I don't know any of the lore. I, like I'm totally not an authority, the opposite of an authority on this on this topic. Yeah, I mean, I, I've tried to like get into He Man, but it's funny it, the the figures that you played with. That's actually what literally what got me into he-man a little bit just because your brother's toys i remember you know your dad was trying to clean out the garage and i ended up um he ended up giving me those toys to sell uh to other collectors uh just because i don't i don't know if you i don't think you wanted to do it so it was just like okay well like motel can sell these and i remember it was just like a gigantic tub of all of his figures and like accessories and i'm like all right, this is a little intimidating. It's a little bit of a project because I don't really know anything about these other than like, I know Skeletor and I know He-Man, but I just remember like piecing everything out, laying everything out and like looking up listings on eBay and just like looking up carded examples uh, of complete figures, like seeing how I can like list this stuff and, and price it out. Unfortunately, I did this a couple of years ago. Uh, I don't remember when, but it had to have been like five or six years ago. So, Dan, if I had this book, you know, a couple of years earlier, it would have been way less of a burden because this book, man, oh my gosh, what a freaking resource. It, it would have been so helpful because, again, like I'm one of those people that I like to go on eBay 
And um, if I can't pull something up in a search, like a vintage uh, toy, I can't pull it up in a search or find it for a price that I'm happy with, I go to just, like, random lots of stuff, and I'll just, like, buy in bulk. Uh, so what, in the past couple of years, I mean, I've ended up with a lot of He-Man stuff. I ended up with a lot of G.I. Joe stuff. So I actually bought a guide uh, a little while ago for G.I. Joe, and it was terrible. It was so bad I had to return it. I thought it was so crappy. Um but, like, I want to learn that stuff, and this was just, like, a no-brainer. Like, oh, my gosh, well, this is perfect because uh, the book, I mean, it goes through every single detail and every single figure down to, like, the action figure and pain app and variants. And, you know, more importantly uh, for what I needed it for is, like, what accessories go with what figure. And that's what this book does, man, just explains everything inside and out on, on each figure and in, like, a spectacular fashion just because... I mean, every every example in here, like every page, is it depicts the figure itself, what it comes with. It, it shows you uh, like what it looked like in package, uh, gives you snippets on like little interesting factoids about the figures. They, there's a bunch of interviews in here with like uh, you know concept designers, uh, people that worked on the line. Like it, it's just jammed full. And I this is a recent pickup of, of this month, so I haven't gotten to read all of it, but. I've read enough to be like, oh my gosh, man, this is this is amazing. It's such a, a good resource. I love this kind of stuff. Like I love people cataloging and like create one because it's useful, right? Like it's super useful oh, yeah. for the collector community. It like helps the collector community because then people will be like, okay, yeah, here we go. Now, like according to this, what is like the, basically the Bible, the truth around He-Man collecting. It's like I can tell what I have. I can tell what I'm missing. And I like I can get the full breadth of everything. So like I, I really appreciate this. I use a sick a, a site, a site called Brickset, which I, I've definitely mentioned on the cast. Like any Lego person, like yeah, the Brickset. They, like I'm spoiled in a bit because it's like this stuff for Lego is so well documented by so many people, and like Brickset's probably the, the prime example of that, where it's just a database of like everything Lego ever made under the sun. I'm sure they're missing like some small things um, that yeah. are hard to track down, but it's like it's pretty all-encompassing of, of everything you need to know. There's plenty of websites to document stuff, but this is like a really intimate experience. Like to, to hold a book, you can tell there's just so much effort and passion put into it. So it's something that I was happy to uh, pick up and put in my collection, like just to have it. And then also as for a reference, now it's like, I don't even need to like, you know, use the internet for any of this stuff. I mean, maybe for price, just depending on, you know, what I get or when I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's like a really great collection piece and it's just super, super useful. And it's just, I just, I think it's awesome. It's, it's a brick. It's an absolute brick. <laughs> I was going to say, it's yeah, a, like 750, that's 750 pages. That's like, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't realize how huge the, uh, the He-Man line was. <sighs> Yeah, dude. Jeez, like, I'm about to, like, keep this behind my bed for, like, when intruders, you know, <laughs> break in. I mean, intruders are probably going to, like, the, I, I feel like the bar has been set. I feel like intruders are going to, like, break in. And once they, like, go into my toy room and see, like, oh, God, this guy has a big collection. <gasps> he probably has Pixel Dan's book. Oh, my gosh. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Look, not trying to get, not trying to get whopped. <laughs> like, I'm trying to imagine if, like, someone created... And these these book exists, but like a full on just like brick set kind of like remake into a book. I would I would like super enjoy that for the specific reason. Like like you said, like when you're trying to look up like prices and maybe like the newest, like latest and greatest stuff like that stuff's available online. But it's like a different experience to like what you're saying. 
I just go on Brickset and I just like peruse. I like I like to get a sense of the history. I like, I like to do a little research and like, oh yeah, what is this line? And like, what is it from? And like, I I don't have this book. It's not sitting in front of me, but it it, it sounds like you get a little bit extra than you might just get on like a, an online site where it's like, oh yeah, here's this thing and like here's why it was a variant or like here's why it was like a production kind of thing. Like I would love that. Like if somebody made that for like, oh, maybe it exists. Maybe I'm just like dumb and I don't realize it exists. But I like I would definitely in the same shoes, same kind of line that I'd be into. Like, I, I totally get the appeal of a book like this. All right. The book is fantastic. I, I want to kind of, like, tell you what He-Man was to me back in the day where, like I said, it was like a big kid property, so I didn't really deal with it. I didn't, I didn't you know, get into it. But uh, I did have, like, some of the figures. I had two figures, two vintage figures I had. I acquired them unintentionally. So my neighbor, like a couple doors down, had a yard sale, and he's like an older kid, and he had a gigantic box of the real Ghostbusters, and I was super into that line. Um, again, I was like too young for it, so I missed on a lot of them, uh, on a lot of releases. So I ended up just like buying. I ended up just like buying vintage stuff. I think I told. I think I mentioned that on the cast before how I just bought like secondhand Ghostbuster stuff. This was no exception giant box of vintage ghostbuster stuff i remember the box said ghostbusters on it and my mom was just like um hey like she knew you know we were, were all good friends so like can we just buy this box and they were like yeah absolutely so i remember just buying the box and going through everything and i'm just like okay i don't know what like 75 percent of this stuff is but i'm assuming it's all ghostbusters well that wasn't the case there was actually a he-man match the universe figure in there uh it was it was mantena uh he was in there so it's like this uh, dude that, I don't even know how to describe him. I mean, he, he looks like a, a, a red, like fish devil type guy. Uh, and it, his action feature is like this lever on his back that you push up and his eyes go up. Uh, so I was just like, oh, okay, this is a cool Ghostbuster. Like I just assumed it was Ghostbusters. <laughs> so I went a good majority of my life thinking that that figure was Ghostbusters just because I, I'm an idiot kid that I'm like, oh, it was in the Ghostbusters box. So that's Ghostbusters. Because <laughs> I don't have the internet available to me. I don't have this book, obviously. So I'm like, yeah, Ghostbusters. So if I ever had to pick up the vintage He-Man, I definitely got to find like a minty version of uh, Mantena. I mentioned I had two figures. I actually uh, ended up with an Orko figure, which is like a, a little wizard character. He was just like given to me or like I, my, my grandmother used to work in like part-time at like a thrift store. So she gave me this like bag of toys and it had like Orko in it. And oh gosh, I forget. There's just like a, a bunch of like little figures. And I just remember like usually making those figures like villagers in some town or something like some like they were always like background pieces for like my action figures to um, interact in front of like they would always just like fill out scenes. So that was Orko. I had no idea like. He was from Masters of the Universe. But, um, I had to look. I had to look yeah. him up. I think I've seen him before, not like in action figure four, but he just looks like a familiar character. Yeah, man that that was that was the He Man characters in my life. They were background guys. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean this book, dude, I, I can't recommend it enough. I, I keep finding myself, uh, you know, once my my wife is in bed, I'm just like, ooh, okay, uh, time to time to dig in a little bit here. So I keep finding myself wanting to go back and read more and just learn. So yeah, I highly recommend this book. I haven't read it all the way through, but obviously, you know, it it looks it looks very promising. Looks great, and you know, hey, this stops at 2021, Dan. So I'm assuming you know 
He-Man, you know, they're still putting out figures. I'm assuming there's going to be another book. Um, yeah, can't wait for that one in the future. All right, man, we're going to we're going to end on a bit of a down note this podcast. Um, if this happens to be the last segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we're talking about next here, Motel, is uh, the Lego instruction manual. You know, something so critical to a Lego set, but we don't talk about it too often in this cast. I don't know if we've ever talked about the instruction manual, but they are they are making news right now, man, because Lego is changing up something they haven't changed in a long while, which is just the way that the front of these things appears. And you got a picture of it. It's mostly white. There's an example of like the latest group set, uh, Groot set. This is all summer 2022 sets. You'll start seeing the Lego instructions look this way. I don't know if this immediately like looks off to you. Or is this just like, oh, I want to really think of what the instructions look like. I know you're a casual fan of Lego. So any any like first kind of impressions of this? Yeah, I mean, you obviously put more Lego sets together than me. So if you did not tell me this or I didn't see this anywhere, I wouldn't have raised an eyebrow at it. I assume that was the case for most folks. Because when I saw this, I was like, oh, okay, it's just kind of a weird design. Nothing like too crazy. But I guess this with, with every set, it starts to become noticeable. Like, oh, yeah, why is there so much like white on the front of this thing? So it's, it's just like way, um, way less ink used in these, uh, these instruction manuals. I think that's kind of what they're going for um, to like use less ink and, you know, just kind of save the planet one step at a time, if you know what I mean. Um, and, and people are kind of, I think some folks are outraged. Some people don't really care, but it's making news because people are commenting on it. And, and the major comment is just like, why are they doing this? Uh, so like some people are getting confused when they open their set. They're like, did, wait, did somebody like swap this out with like some kind of knockoff set? Like, why does it look like this? So there was, there was no like leading uh, kind of communication from Lego that this was happening is, is the thing that I'm understanding. And now they've kind of come out after the fact and like, oh yeah, this, the reason behind this is that it's, uh, it's meant to be visually consistent with the unboxing experience of everything else in the set. So they moved from the plastic bags to now these the paper bags, and now they've moved from uh, from the old printed um, instructions that looked a lot like what, what you were, what you would see on the box, like the outside of the box. So it's like much more like slimmed down, um, way less ink uh, kind of version of it. And I don't I don't really know how to feel about it. I guess I just brought it on because it's just such a strange thing. Um, it's just like hey, let's make the sets like a less visually appealing i guess just to make it a little more cohesive is is kind of what i'm taking away from this i don't know if, if anything similar is happening like action figures with like card backs or anything like that where it's like it's it's changed a lot and like kind of disrupted the community i don't know if you like have yeah, an example like that yeah let's full-on make this segment uh eco-charged uh segment yeah dude <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude. I, I, they're across the board. I think people are making changes. I know Hasbro is like one of the biggest. Uh, they're they're releasing a lot of action figures without the plastic on it, so it's like open faced, uh, more more cardboard than plastic. So, Interesting. Yeah, just reducing the carbon footprint, man. I, I get it. It's it's nice to see, honestly. Like I I, I appreciate it. I think that's where I land is like, if this is the new thing, that's like, whatever, that's fine. I just, I wish there was more of a heads up, I guess. Maybe they gave us a heads up and nobody saw it. I, this is the first I heard of this and it was, it was more like the backlash that people were reacting to. Um, so yeah, if they just came, came out ahead of it and were like, Hey, by the way, get ready. Cause these things are going to look different and they're going to look like this. So just be prepared. I think a lot, a lot fewer people would be like, what the heck are they doing? Like, why are they doing this? 
if they could you know you know one way that they could probably save like the environment a bit which is just like get rid of the stickers in the set you know like nobody <laughs> nobody wants those nobody needs those um take those out you can save tons of trees and glue and whatever whatever else goes into making stickers man yeah just give us printed pieces not yet like yeah well of course you know i always love the printed pieces just get rid of them like just just don't have them and just like release the set without the stickers and you'll be totally fine so I, I'm trying to like I'm tr- I'm trying to gauge where you are on this. Like, are you are you upset about it? I don't. I really don't think so. Like the the instruction manual is so just like utilitarian for me when it comes to the set. Absolutely. It's just like most of the time I don't even look at it, and I just like go online and just download the instructions because I like that experience a little bit better. I'm just like paging through on a computer. So yeah, the instructions like the last thing I care about getting changed in the Lego set. I care more about the bags from going from plastic to paper. Let's just put it that way. Um, that's more of the experience for me than what the instruction manual, the front of it, if anything, looks like. But You're telling me you go on the computer to look up Lego instructions? Yeah, when I go to build a set, yeah. As opposed to the paper that's sitting right in front of you? Yeah, because the book, the, the book like never sits open right. You're constantly fumbling with it through the experience. So yeah, I just... I just <laughs> It's, I was gonna say, let's unpack this. Oh my nah, god! I mean, there's, there's a fumbling with the book. There's there's real reasons for it. If if it's a larger set, I like to just keep the instructions sealed in the case that I sell it in the future. Like it just holds a little more value if if it's sealed. Like at least that's my collector brain thinks okay. that way. All right, fair enough. So it kind of started there, but honestly, it's just because the instructions are a pain to to deal with. So if they completely got rid of the instructions at some point in time, it would not bother me at all. I would just go on the computer, do the same thing that I do today, but I know that that would be awful for a lot of people because they rely on the instructions. So that's just me. But anyway, man, we'll see uh, We'll see how much longer um, we have. I don't know, some of the things that are, are in the sets, like maybe they do get rid of the instructions one day or stickers or something like that just because it, it's just, you know, attacks on the environment at the end of the day. All this stuff is, you know, it's like how long... Well, our- isn't isn't Lego making like veggie bricks? Aren't, aren't they making stuff from... <laughs> yeah, trade, trademark <laughs> veggie bricks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're trying out plant bricks. I think I think with most of those like plant based, I, they're better. I assume they're better uh, to be made that way. But it's still like there's still like plastic involved. Like there's still stuff involved that's like not great for the environment. They're just trying to do the best they can, still make the product that they could, they want to make. Bit of a downer on, at the end, but again, like maybe not so much. Like maybe people are just fine with this at this point. But I have seen a little bit of backlash. Nah, dude, that's come on, man. You're, I'm I'm juiced up. I'm good. That was that was a good segment. Word. Collection, 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 collection updates. I was not expecting that rendition, man. That was beautiful. I mean, I totally just jacked Muppet Babies, but I figured it worked. It did work. Worked really well. What do you got for us? <laughs> oh, dude. Um, it's it was a good uh, it was a good month. Didn't buy too much, but what I bought was huge, gigantic. Um, <laughs> tell me about this. My- <laughs> <laughs> and by that I mean it was barely anything, oh, okay. but I think it was. I think it's worth talking about, worth mentioning here. What we're talking about, technically, we're talking about this product line from 1997 called Warriors of Virtue. I mean, we're technically talking about that because that is that is technically what the purchase was. I don't know if you ever heard of these. Um, <laughs> it's it's like a Ninja Turtle combined with like Lord of the Rings and like. Chinese lore. How do you find this stuff? <laughs> like just just when I'm like, all right, that's the last like property I haven't heard of. Like you bring something brand new. I'm just like, 
this doesn't exist. You know, like how, like how, how do you find this stuff? It was, it was exposed to me like any kid from the nineties. I saw it on TV. I saw these action figures on TV and I gotta be honest with you, dude. I saw like the, all the figure commercials and I started to panic a little bit when I saw these commercials. Cause I was just like, oh, I do not like this stuff. Like, I really hope this doesn't take off. I, like, I hope my friends don't like this stuff because <laughs> I do not like this stuff. That's what I thought when you, sh- when I clicked on the link and I'm just looking, I'm just like, this doesn't strike me as the stuff that you would like. No, this is very like sword and sorcery type stuff for me, which is not what I'm into. I'm not into like renaissance or like lore like this. I'm I'm just not into it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean for people that don't know, and I'm gonna give you the the very raw description of this Warriors of Virtue. It's uh humanoid kangaroos are trotting around in this fantasy land and <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I mean, I think um, you said it all based off of these figures. I, I, I didn't realize they were kangaroos. I think that was the missing piece I needed. Uh, yeah, the, it's it's like five kangaroos. They harness the five forces of nature. Of course. So it's like earth, uh, wood, fire, uh, metal, all that great stuff. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they, they were turned into action figures because it, it was based off of a, a movie that was released um, in theaters. I'm pretty sure it was released in theaters. No way. Uh, in 1997. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like positive How did it was I released this in theaters. stuff, man? Where is the virtue? Well, it was, it was a quick burnout. Um, they, they came up with this whole line. There's a ton of figures, and it just did not take off. Uh, there, there was, there was not a market for it. So, here they are. Now, what I picked up was none of these figures. Good. Uh, what, what I picked up was a little, uh, uh, two and a half inch or two inch, uh, PVC figure of the character Yoon on here. So he's one of he's I think he's like the main, uh, kangaroo, uh, guy. He's the warrior. I think it, he embodies like water. I'm pretty sure. Y-U-N, now, that guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, y- Y-U-N. Uh, he's a PVC figure. I couldn't, like, document him. I just, I didn't know what he was from. And I'm going to go back to what I talked about in an earlier segment. I saw this guy in, like, a pile of toys on eBay, like, maybe a year or so back. And I was just like, man, I know that's from Warriors of Virtue, but, like, <laughs> There were actually PVC figures released. I just didn't know about them because I just thought it was this basic, um, you know, five-inch line. And I was like, that's it. But no, apparently there was a PVC figure. And I can't find any more. I can't find it documented anywhere as to where this, what this figure belongs to. So I was just like, man, I have to get that. But the people that were selling the lot, they wanted like $100 or something. And I'm, I'm trying to see what else was in there. there, was, there was, it was junk. And I'm like, I can't sell any of this stuff. So I'm, gonna, I'm not spending $100 for this PVC figure of this property that I do not care about. But I'm just fascinated that something like this exists and I can't document it. You know, it was like a little scratching at my ear or scratching at my brain or something. I was just like, I have to own this figure. So eventually, this past month, I found it listed on eBay finally. Like somebody just listed it like PVC figure, Yoon, uh, Warriors of Virtue. And I was like, oh, man. All right, perfect. Have to get it. Bought it. I have it. And I still can't figure out where it came from. I'm doing like a ton of research. I can't. There's nothing on the internet about it. And I'm sure as soon as this, as soon as this segment drops, somebody's going to be like, 
pushing their glasses up to their nose and being like, oh, well, this, 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 this was uh, released here and distributed here, and this is what you're looking for. And I'm sure somebody's going to come with us with the answer. Hey, that's great. You know, it saves me the trouble. But I have a couple of theories as to where this figure came from. I really think it probably was, like, released as a promo, like, for the movie premiere at movie theaters, like maybe they were giving them out like for the first couple hundred people or something in a theater or something like that. I'm thinking that's probably what it was. But what I'm I'm like romanticizing is it was included as like a cake topper on like a limited run like birthday cake uh, design like in supermarkets. <laughs> I'm really hoping that that's what it was where it's like, these supermarkets hedged their bets and they were like, oh, well, this is obviously going to be like the next big thing. This is the next Ninja Turtles. So let's uh, get this cake on board here and let's uh, order all the things we need to put on the cake. And that figure was just like included on a cake. That's what I would love for it to be. I hope you're right, dude. This stirs up all kinds of like stories and and thoughts uh, just talking about this. I'm like the one, the first thing I want to say is any story you tell or it involves you looking at a big lot of toys and you're just like, oh, that one, that one from that obscure line that no one else knows. I want to play like a game with you at some point where we just like go on eBay and like look at the same listing and it's like how many things can Strick like identify and how many things can Motel identify. I, I, I know I'm obviously going to lose, but I just want to see how badly I lose to you when we go through Interesting. that. Because I'm, I'm always amazed by like you just being able to pick stuff out of a pile of crap and you're just like, oh yeah, that's Yoon. Oh, but that's a PVC figure. I don't remember there being a PVC figure line. Like, like, dude, that is so obscure. So to the point where it's not documented anywhere in the world, like all information is online and you can't find it. That's like, that just amazes me. The second story it, it stirs up is it was either my sister. Someone had a Snow White and Seven Doors birthday cake at some point in my life. And I remember those little PVC figures on top of the cake and it was like grumpy and Doc or Dopey, one of them. And then the, okay. and then the Snow White figure. See, that's what I'm saying. That that's why I want to that's why we're technically talking about Warriors of Virtue, but that's kind of the extent of my knowledge. I really just wanted to like dig into your memories on junk that was put on top of your Okay. Cakes. Okay. All right, great. I'm glad I got there with you. That's the only one I can really remember, but it did spark like Wait, are you telling me you put toys on top of birthday cakes? Like, I was just like, where are these coming from? Like, what are we doing with it after the cake? After we eat? Like, are we playing with those? Like, that's that's my memory of just as one specific cake. Yeah, okay. Well, I've had multiple situations where you kind of enter that headspace where you, whether it be your cake or somebody else's cake, it's like, okay, like, we're singing happy birthday. Here's the cake. We're obviously going to eat the cake, but... What's going on there? Like those are those are like toys, right? Yeah, do you gotta like claim that piece of cake? You're like, uh, Yo, yeah, give me that toy piece. Yeah, it's a very gray area, isn't it? It's it's like, okay, does that automatically go to the birthday boy, or does, does everybody get some of it, or what's going on? Now to address that, I I do remember a particular situation where, oh man, I can't remember what the cake was, but I remember there were like toys on it, and I remember the dad was like cutting the pieces up and nobody was taking the toys off and i'm like oh tight that's awesome like just yeah hopefully i get a piece with a toy on it and i remember the dad was like you know like like putting the the pieces out and giving them to people and be like here oh look you got a toy on yours and i remember the birthday boy freaking out like no 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 those are all mine it's my cake and i'm just like is that how it works i don't know (laughs) 
<laughs> it's it's very it's very open ended. <laughs> you could just be like stealing away, or like you know, getting over to the sink where like all the dishes are and stuff, and just being like, just kind of checking for the mom that just left them in the cake, or just like you know, kind of pulled them out. Oh yeah. Oh, you could be sneaky. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I feel like those are toys that kind of get you know end up in your bag and nobody really notice. Yeah, I mean, it's just it depends on the mindset of the uh, party goers and the person whose whose birthday it is. It's like if they have like all these great gifts that they're like really focused on maybe this like slips their mind and you can get at them or you know maybe they like super care about it like i would super care about it (laughs) um but i mean yeah it's very open-ended it's like you know it's it's kind of like unclaimed territory almost for like a minute because it's like well we're all kind of involved in the cake but like who actually gets the toys because the toys can't be eaten. I'm doing a, I'm doing a little bit of research right now in these Snow White and Seven Dwarves <laughs> figures. <laughs> I'm trying to find, just find them, like any kind of PVC. I can't find them. It seems like people like make remakes of these for cakes today. I'm thinking back to the days where I'm sure they don't do this now, but uh, I did a lot of my grocery shop. Well, my parents did a lot of our grocery shopping at uh, Redner's Warehouse Market. If you know, you know. Um, that's where we did a lot of our grocery shopping and i remember they at the end of like the the pastry aisle or like the breads aisle i remember uh they had like a book open that you could like flip through of like all these different cake designs that they that they could like custom make oh yeah and they'd have all those options where it's like all these like birthday uh like themes like construction vehicles was one of them, like dinosaurs was one of them. And they all had like all these toys on top of them all over the place. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I remember I like asked my mom, you know, you, you, you try and just be like, can we like, what, what's the, what's the odds here? And my mom would always be like, my mom's like, we're not getting the sheet cakes. You can have that stuff. Like that's not in the cards at all. But I just, I remember I, I, at one point I saw something and it was like cavemen or something like with dinosaurs. And I told my mom, I was like, these are so cool. Is there any way we can get something? Is there any way we can get this? And I remember my mom had to like ask the chefs or bakers or whoever's back there. She was like, is there any way we can like just buy the, the toys on this? <laughs> and then the lady was like, uh, no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> So what a disappointment, but I just remember being so just captivated by all that stuff sprinkled all over those sheet cakes, man. Just toys that I was never able to get, man. Just I was always intrigued by the birthday cake stuff too, just to like see, I, th- I think it was like Giant maybe we used to go to or Acme Markets or something like that. And it was similar, like n- not the books so much I remember, but I would just go over and you could see like finished cakes that people haven't picked up yet and you're like oh my gosh what's that kid getting like oh that looks so cool like you can see it done <laughs> like that looks so good yeah i asked i asked my wife before we got on i was just like we're probably gonna be talking about cake toppers like do you have any memories and she i think she she said uh lion king like it's a lot of disney stuff that had the cake toppers so yeah like a lot of licensed uh disney stuff which i think is cool that's funny yeah i remember the snow white that was i can't remember whose birthday party it was but i remember that cake and just being like wait there's there's toys on top what are those doing there you know <laughs> they don't they don't really do that anymore 
like I I haven't seen maybe it'll come back, but like I kind of next next birthday cake, I kind of want to put some toys on it. Uh, I mean they do sell that stuff, and I I see a lot of stuff like on Etsy. I see stuff. Uh, you can you can buy just like generic stuff on Amazon, like that's like listed under cake toppers. So it's it's still around. But I mean, going back to what I purchased, it would be so cool if anybody. I mean, if it if it actually was a cake topper, which I I very much doubt it was. But if anybody has any kind of picture of them with their cake of Warriors of Virtue, please post it and let us know. That's like a million dollar picture right there. Like, (laughs) no one has that picture. (laughs) Oh, that would be so tight. But yeah, man, I saw that. It's just one of those little pieces that it's like... I, ha- I had to have it. It's it's just so weird and just an oddity. Extremely obscure. All right, let me uh, let me tell you a bit about what I got, man, or what I'm what I'm about to pick up. Maybe live on the cast. Maybe we'll do a live on the cast purchase. We've never done that before. Oh my god! So past couple casts, if you've been listening, you know that I'm after these Matchbox moving parts cars, and they're kind of the bane of my existence. Uh, they're they're fun. They're fun to collect. Uh, my son Oliver loves them. Uh, he loves any little matchbox style car matchbox or hot wheel style car but the doors must open uh that is his criteria of a good little die cast car whatever you call these generic cars um the doors need to open something needs to move otherwise it is it is a lame toy he will just completely be like oh doors don't open like he's straight up just like doors don't open and i'm like no the doors don't open and he just throws it to the side like he's at that level with these toys so i am constantly on the hunt for these moving parts cars and um and I've I've been trying to fight the good fight, you know, go go to go to Walmart, go the only they only sell them at Walmart, of course. Go to my local Walmart. Every time I go, peg's empty. Peg's empty. I've been going for weeks, probably like eight weeks in a row, peg is empty. So wow. I'm I'm at I'm at my wits end, man. I'm I'm waves are coming and going and I'm I'm missing stuff and this is the only stuff he loves cars and trucks. This is the stuff he loves the most. And I'm like, I feel like I'm failing him by not picking this stuff up for him. Um, so that he can play with it. So um, obviously that's a bit of a, uh, you know, bit, being a bit, bit dramatic there. But seriously, I'm just like, I want to complete this line for him. So big or Entertainment Earth. I almost said Big Bad Toys because I looked at both sites and um, they had the both sites have them. Entertainment Earth has more like pre-orders available for these, but I can just buy a case I can or you know a box. It's eight come in a box. You get a couple dupes, but it's like 30 bucks for the box. It's really not that ridiculous. And you get you get all the cars that come in the wave. Um, I, I think I linked you to wave three. I need wave two and three. Uh, wave two is out right now, so I'm, I'm probably just going to buy that. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Just save yourself the headache. But have you bought from a site like this before? Is this kind of like a ask, ask you on the spot, like <laughs> your opinion on buying from some of these sites? Uh, yeah, I bought from Entertainment Earth. I bought from Big Bad. I know Big Bad like doesn't cancel orders. Maybe Entertainment Earth does. I don't think they do, so I don't want to accuse them of that, but... Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of sites like Target or like retailers like that, like they sometimes just cancel orders. I know these sites are like known to not do that, so maybe it takes longer to get them sometimes. But I, I definitely trust both uh, Big Bad and Entertainment. Word, that's good to hear because I'm like I've been I've always looked at stuff on here. Like when we were we were collecting the Jack specific Mario figures, I I would always be on here looking at like just buying the whole wave and making it easy yeah but yeah man this is like probably how i'm gonna re- acquire them now because i just i'm tired of going in walmart and looking at the same empty peg every single time and then yeah dude buying other stuff that he doesn't really want as much so no save yourself the trouble especially with like the, how how much gas is nowadays it's like <laughs> save yourself the trouble yeah man <laughs> like, for save, real. save the effort <laughs> 
I mean, don't get me wrong, it's fun. You know, there's there's a little bit of the thrill of the hunt, and I'll still look for them, you know, when I go, and maybe I'll get lucky and catch a, a wave early and not have to buy it um, from yeah. from one of these sites. But yeah, I'm just, I'm doing this. I'm adding it to my cart now. You've, you've sold me. It's, there you it's go. happening. Dude, my boy, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man. And then other other than that, I just, I wrote down just lots of Duplo coming into the house. There's there's lots of toys coming into the house, but I've been, I'm trying to, you know, keep that in the Lego Duplo realm, so. Whoa, 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 aren't we going to talk about these cars? Oh, yeah, dude, we can talk about the cars. I was more talking about, like, Entertainment Earth and just, and just buying them. Which ones do you want to talk about? Mm, dude, I mean, you, you got a Range Rover on here, right? I think, I think we might already have that one in a different, um, a different variant oh no i lied that's not the that's not the same one yeah they 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 kind of release similar cars which is my only kind of gripe and he doesn't love the ones with the uh the hoods that open or the trunks that open it's really the doors like the doors is where the action's at and like mm. this line in particular i think there's only one or two where like any door action is happening so it's, it's a bit of a bummer wave three we're talking about for 2022 it does have a fire truck, which is like hell yeah, like that's awesome. <laughs> hell yeah, man. Yeah, man. I don't know, like, like is Carter like super into cars and trucks at this point, or like? I mean, he's into whatever's around and we're playing with. He doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, I I think it was around like the one year mark, a little bit after, but Oliver just took a turn towards like, yes, I love cars and trucks, and like that's basically all I want to play with anymore because <laughs> that is. He has so many toys in front of him, and he's just like, where's my cars and trucks? Because that's what we're playing. Let me ask you how hyped you are that there's a milk truck in, in this wave. I'm pretty hyped on that. We have we have a similar truck, um, and this is, it's it's a milk truck. It's like a, a Dynco or whatever milk truck. I'm probably saying that wrong. Yeah, Div- Divco. Divco, Divco uh, truck. But I think this is like a Hawaiian something version, Skipper's Hawaiian or something like that. It's, it's so it's like it, it was like a fleet vehicle repurposed by a Hawaiian company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a company in Hawaii. <laughs> so we do. I think we do have another Divco van um, that that doesn't open or close or anything from Matchbox. But yeah, he he's definitely gonna like that one. It's you know it's like green and yellow and kind of kind of sharp. And the fire truck looks good. You get six cars. I guess we should say that you get like you know two kind of regular compact kind of cars. You get two bigger SUV cars, and then you get the Divco delivery van and, and the uh, fire truck. And those are definitely, like, the showstoppers for me, at least. Like, those are the two I'd be excited about opening. Cool, man. Yeah, so that's that's getting added to the list, and like I said, uh, lots of Duplo coming into the house, so I have, like, most of what's available in Duplo today. Again, like, cars and trucks, kind of keeping it around that theme and getting them more of that stuff, so just lots of Duplo cars and trucks. And <laughs> funny enough, I, this just happened, like, earlier this morning, or yeah, earlier this morning, we, we were flipping on just like, he watches like an hour of TV a day, and I don't know how other parents feel about that, but it's, it's an hour. It's not that bad. Uh, but we do watch we do watch a decent amount of YouTube in that hour, and it's probably stuff he, he shouldn't be watching, but we got to this one. He always looks up this dude, Blippi. I've told you about him. Tons of parents know him. But right under one of Blippi's videos, it was like, just a cars and trucks. Some dude just playing with cars and trucks, basically, is what this video. And, and like, I'm watching. I'm just like, I want to make sure this isn't like creepy or some weird thing. So I'm like, I'm I'm tied in. I'm glued in on what's going on. And it's just this dude unpacking all these Playmobil cars and trucks and just playing with them. And when I'm looking <laughs> at them, I'm like, yeah, this aren't too bad. Like, those are pretty tight. Just like seeing uh, the functionality they have and just and just knowing what Oliver struggles with when he plays with the the, the toys and trucks from like Duplo and like some other ones yeah. where he's just like. 
he's like, I want this to open and I want like the guy to fit in. And like, I would, he just like, he wants certain things. And I'm just like, that's kind of hitting all the marks. Like these dupe or these, these Playmobil ones are kind of hitting all the marks of stuff that he would be into. Yeah. So I looked up prices and like, I was about to put some money down for Playmobil, non ironically, which I never thought would be the case for me. So I, I just knew you'd like to know that. <laughs> I do. I do like that. That's nice. <laughs> So possibly next next month when we do this, there could be some Playmobil on this list. Oh, dude, that is I do love Champion Playmobil, man. I just they're they're a quality product. They're doing some stuff right. And I what what has me hesitating is I looked up the instructions for how to put some of these things together, and I'm just like, that looks not fun. That looks like a not fun way to put something (laughs) together. (laughs) So that's got me a little bit hesitant, but I kind of want to give it a, a small set and give it a try and see if you absolutely loves it which i feel like he would cool man but yeah that's what's new in the collection man tight collection updates tight cast yeah man that's gonna that's gonna do it for us today if you'd like to stay up to date on all things toy talk guys be sure to follow us on twitter instagram and youtube uh this is strict talk and i'm trying my best to put out some new youtube content lego related so keep your eyes peeled no promises but you know in the next month i, I really want to put something out uh just search for the toy talk guys uh, p- please give us five star review in apple Podcasts or spotify if you can And don't be afraid to tell a friend about the show. That's what really helps us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again next time. Time.